serving communities in northern and central Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. This is Aspirus Health Talk with Melanie Cole. In the United States, low bone mass and brittle bone disease, otherwise known as osteoporosis, are currently considered major public health threats. Worldwide, osteoporosis causes more than 8 million fractures annually. That's one fracture every three seconds. My guest today is Sandy Hoogland. She's a family medicine certified physician assistant at Aspirus Health System. Welcome to the show, Sandy. So first, let's talk about osteoporosis and bone mineral density and who is most at risk for this. Postmenopausal females are probably the, the group that we think of as being most at risk. But the things that also increase your risk are being a smoker. Um, actually, being underweight or petite is also a, um, a risk factor. So those under 120 pounds are also at increased risk. Um, those that drink heavily, uh, more than uh, two drinks a day, are also at increased risk. So everyone should think about... Um, considering a bone density once they go through menopause. Now, not all insurance companies will cover that, but every woman at 65 should be screened with a bone density, Um, and that is covered by Medicare. Men over the age of 70 should also be screened, and we don't always think about men having osteoporosis. They're not as high at risk, but definitely um, it is an issue, and I know personally from myself, my parents, both my mother and my father, have osteoporosis, and my father has it to a greater degree than my mother. So so 65 years old is the age at which Medicare will pay for it. Is there a certain age that you think people should get a baseline, like in their 50s or, you know, even possibly just self-pay to get this and get your baseline? If you have those risk factors, I would say it's worthwhile um, self-paying to get a baseline. But if you eat a well-rounded diet, um, fairly high in calcium-rich foods like your dairy products, deep green leafy vegetables, taking a vitamin D supplement would be good, especially if you live in the northern um, climates. Um, And if you're active, um, then I would say it's probably perfectly fine to wait until the age of 65, unless you went through menopause early for some reason, or say you had a hysterectomy with your ovaries out at an early age, then you definitely should be um, scanned at least by age 50, I would say. So tell us about the bone density scan or the DEXA scan. Where is the place that that people should look to getting them? Because now you see them at some, you know, walk-in clinics. You see them at even health clubs. So where do you think is the best place? And then tell us about the scan itself, what's involved. People think there's just one type of bone um, density. There's a heel densitometry, and that's what, um, it's just a very rough screening tool. Um, It doesn't correlate real well with sometimes uh, the bone density in your uh, hip or in your low spine. Now, those bone density uh, heel screenings, they're offered at health fairs um, for free, and I'm assuming that's what you would probably see in a um, like a, a health club, that type of thing. Um, I don't think any walk-in clinics would either have, would have a, um, a regular DEXA machine either because it is a large dedicated unit. Um, any larger health systems have them in-house, sometimes in smaller clinics it might be a mobile traveling unit. But it's basically like an x-ray table. You lie down on it. You don't even have to get undressed for the um, exam unless you have like metal snaps or something like that that would interfere. And there's just a little C-arm or an x-ray arm that goes over the hip and the low spine. And it's a very low dose of radiation 
examination, um, no more than a dental x-ray, and it takes just a few moments. So it's a very simple test. It's probably one of the simplest and um, fully pain, painless uh, um, tests that you'll ever have. So now let's talk about the results. Who interprets the results, and what do they mean for the patient? Okay, it is a certified radiologist that interprets them, and it will give you a T-score, which is uh, your comparison to um, uh, young normals. And when your T-score falls down to negative 2.5, that's the point of osteoporosis. Now, if it uh, um, is uh, less than normal, but it's not to that negative 2.5, that's called osteopenia, which is bone loss, which can be fairly normal. Anybody after the age of uh, or after menopause starts to lose bone. Whether or not that's a problem and increase your fracture risk, that is determined upon other factors. So I know here in our system, uh, and I personally use the um, the World Health Organization's um, tool is called the FRAX calculator, and it figures in your age, your family history, your risk factors, and that all comes down into um, a recommendation whether or not you would benefit from a medication to improve your um, bone density. Now, everyone can take the um, steps of getting plenty of weight-bearing exercise, taking the vitamin D supplement, at least 1,000 milligrams every day, and getting uh, at least 1,200 milligrams of calcium, either by diet or by a supplement. It's uh, preferable to get it by diet, um, but if for some reason you don't like dairy products or are intolerant of them, then you can get it by a supplement. And calcium uh, citrate is probably the best Um, absorbed form of calcium supplement. So if somebody doesn't have a great diet and you want them to supplement, there's so many on the market. Do you like the chewables? Do you, do you care if they're tab? I mean, is one just like the other? Well, uh, it doesn't matter so much if it's chewable or tablet, but I would look for the form. Um, now calcium carbonate, um, is probably the most common one that you'll find. And if you absorb things well, you'll probably do fine with that. And they come in chewable um, and, uh, um, I believe, and plenty of tablet forms too. Um, But calcium citrate is a little better absorbed. One name brand that is most common is called Citrical. Now, there's also some chewable forms like Viactive that uh, um, it tastes like a little starburst almost. It's a little chew. People actually look forward to taking those. So whatever way you can get it in. But if you're older or you have any absorption problems, then you should go with a Citrical. So if someone is told that they are have osteopenia or full-blown osteoporosis, what do you tell them? What, what is the best advice for what they should do? Because there's Boniva, there's all these things on the market, and then they hear about leafy greens and good diet and exercise. So where do all of these things fit in together? Um, they're all, they all work in, in combination. So if you have been determined to be at in great enough risk that you would benefit from one of the prescription medications, that's when we start talking about the medications like Fosamax, Beneva, and those type. And that would be in addition to all the other things that you're doing as far as prevention. 
because that's where you depart from just prevention and adding on actual treatment. And the treatment is in oral form, like those um, medications that we just mentioned, but not everybody can take those. If you have problems with heartburn, you are not a good candidate for those medications because it can irritate the esophagus. And then you would be um, a candidate for uh, an IV injection that you would, or IV infusion that you would use um, once a year would be the alternative to that. And then how long? I mean, is this something that then you have to deal with for the rest of your life? No, we do not recommend that. Uh, As a general rule, um, you would take it anywhere from two to five years. And then generally, if your numbers are good, you would take a bone, um, or excuse me, a holiday, a drug holiday. Now, there are some people that even recommend that, uh, you know, after you've taken it for five years, you may not need to take it uh, again in your lifetime. But that's a little controversial at this point. It kind of depends upon what your numbers are. But, yes, a lot of people will take it for a couple years, um, get another repeat bone density. After two years have passed, if things are looking great, they might want to consider taking a bone holiday or, excuse me, a drug holiday once again for, say, a year or two and using it intermittently as well. So wrap it up for us, Sandy, because it's really good information and so important for people to hear about when to get these and the importance of keeping that good bone health. Wrap it up with your best advice for us. All right. Uh, Living a healthy lifestyle is by far the most important. Um, So if you're a smoker, stop smoking. If you drink to excess, definitely cut that down. Ideal is one drink or less a day for women, two drinks or less uh, a day for men. And make sure that you get screened. And that would be everyone um, at age, or excuse me, all women at age 65, men at age 70, and anybody that's at increased risk, talk to your doctor about uh, your risks and whether you should be screened early. Thank you so much, Sandy, for being with us today. You're listening to Aspirus Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to aspirus.org. That's aspirus.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.